I'm sure when the Packers started to prepare for the New York Giants, written on the dry erase board was not fumble, throw bad passes, forget how to tackle, hope that the turf monster takes down their top running back, allow a guy named Tommy DeVito to run all over you, who has an agent that... Looked like he came right out of the, uh, you know, as a longshoreman or a lone shark off of the uh, off of the docks in Jersey, uh, beat you, and everything that could go wrong went wrong, and then ultimately you turn it over to uh, to the Green Bay Packers defense and Joe Barry and company, and they just don't have a way to stop them. Another two hundred plus yard rushing day, just. That I mean, you, you the bugaboo. I mean, you, you you just can't win games that way. You know, you can't win games that way. They went. They reverted back to what we saw over the first eight games of the season. Really, the first seven, uh, because you go. The first game was pretty decent against the Bears, and then it just kind of regressed. You know, it kind of regressed steadily, and what we saw last night was back to that regression. Uh, Jordan Love started off with inaccurate passes. They and they didn't have Aaron Jones. They didn't have Christian Watson, and the offense looked a little stale. I get it, but you know the uh, the the play call for you know, Jaden Reed to be able to you know get him uh, on the outside and to keep the ends honest, and that way they're not crashing the quarterback and and the way Wink Martindale likes to play. Okay, I get it, but I think they went to the well a little bit too often. The play calling wasn't great. There's a lot there. There was uh, there was a lot there last night, a lot to chew on. Uh, so good morning to you. The Packers lose 24-22 to the Giants. Um, it is, I'm going to say this, and I say it with a little bit of trepidation, but I really believe that was kind of a blip on the radar last night. I think what we saw of the ascension of this team over the last four weeks prior to the game last night, I think was, I think last night was a blip on the radar. I'm going to say that. Um, You know, Dan says Matt LaFleur is a predictable coach, horrible play calling, the Giants were a better team, their defense is strong. Um, Last night, yes. Overall, no. I mean, Matt LaFleur had been calling some brilliant games. A lot of movement. We didn't see a lot of that early on yesterday either. We saw... You know, Jaden Reed moving, and every time Jaden Reed went in motion, he got the football. I mean, it became obvious to everybody in the building that if he was on the move and it looked like they were going to snap the ball anywhere near his his crossing, that he was going to get the football, whether it be a via pitch or handoff. So, you know, it, it just they, like I said, they went to the well one too many times. You want to chime in today? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. And uh, you want to get a hold of us uh, on Twitter, you can do so at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also hit us up at Wisco Grant. Grant Bill's producing the program. You can find us over on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show, on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show. You can find us on Facebook, same thing. Go to YouTube, uh, youtube.com, and subscribe there. We appreciate it when you do, and it doesn't cost anything. You can hit the subscribe button when we go on the air, whether it's for this show, the huddle, or even the Green Eagle postgame show. It pops right up for you. Uh, you can find us there on Twitch TV, on Kick TV, on LinkedIn TV, and all the way down the line. 
Here's the one thing that is absolutely, positively unforgivable. And this is squarely directed at Joe Barry. This team had given up 69 sacks on the season and 19 sacks on Tommy DeVito. And the Packers didn't touch him once. Didn't touch him once. That's unforgivable. That is absolutely, positively unforgivable. This is a team that is giving up record sacks, and you didn't do anything to create that severe pressure on that quarterback. It's like you sat back and you waited for him and you tried to contain him and you couldn't, and they kept crashing the edges and he kept getting outside. It was the most fundamentally unsound, horses-ass defensive call play calling in a long time when everybody thought you're going to get after him. You rushed four all night. That was it. There was nothing. There was no big stunts. There was nothing spectacular, even the one that he scored on. You rushed four. You crashed the edge. You know, and, and they come outside. They get around the outside on you. Rashawn Gary got tied up numerous times. Preston Smith. I mean, it's just every time I watched the highlight, it was rushing four, hoping for the best. You get him on the run a little bit. He gets outside the pocket. He makes things happen. I, I, I just, defensively, how can you call that game? And then down the stretch, here you go again. You know, you're crashing upfield. You're going after the quarterback. They split between Gary and the uh, and, and the interior lineman, and that was thank God Saquon Barkley got tripped up by the turf monster. Thank God he did. But nobody sat outside and tried to contain and keep him on the inside. It just it was it was it was bad. It was it was bad defensive play calling all the way around. And you know I get that maybe you had Jair missing or. Stokes, I I don't even know what excuse you can possibly make. But every time I watched guys who walk up, they acted like they're going to blitz, and they never did. It was always rushing for. They just never got home. So, you know, I I guess here's my other question. If I'm Joe Barry there today, and I'm looking at this game film, and I'm sitting down with Matt LaFleur, you look at this team and you go, 69 sacks, 16 sacks over the last, like, two, three weeks. And either the players on the field aren't that damn good or the play calling that you had defensively was just straight up, rush for, straighten their lanes, and that was it. That was it. It's like they rolled their helmets out there and expect expected to win. That was it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Um, Laura says, why keep running A.J. Dillon? They got Patrick Taylor and A.J. Dillon. They don't have anybody else. Everybody's been banged up. Manuel Wilson's banged up. Aaron Jones is banged up. They don't have anybody. That's all they got. I also think that's probably a big reason why they kept running end arounds to Jaden Reed. Is, right. It maybe isn't ideal, but you don't have a running game. You, you don't. You, I mean, right. you need to get the ball in Jaden Reed's hands, and you need to have some sort of a, a ground threat. So while I understand Packers fans are frustrated about it, they don't have a running game. They got to do something. Yeah. Um, it, it, it. They had to do something. I mean, they had. Uh, who was the other backup? Um, Patrick Taylor. Patrick Taylor was. You know, he he was there on the field. I mean, that's about the best I can say about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it wasn't anything spectacular. But again. 
you know, for any for this team to have a run game, you either need to have a power back or a very quick elusive back. They're not a great run blocking team. And I get that Wink Martindale wants to crash the edges and wants to bring pressure on on Jordan Love so you keep them honest and that way they're not just pinning their ears back. But it, it, it just, to me, it seemed like this team started off disjointed from the very beginning. Some bad passes by Jordan Love, too. The accuracy issues reared their ugly head again. Or he was just off. He was just, he was just really off. So 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, feel free to go ahead and do so. But a bad game last night in many different facets. If you could have written up a, a script as to how to lose that game, the Packers executed it perfectly. And here's the thing. You still had chances to win that game. I don't understand now, you know, people are talking about the hurry up. Why keep running the hurry up when, you know, you still had time on the clock to be able to score? Part of it is, is because you'll run a hurry up when you get a personnel package against you that you like. You don't want to allow them substitutions. Okay, so that I understand. But even when you're in the huddle or the hurry up, you can look at the clock. You don't have to snap the ball. Let the clock run down. They probably wasted about 40 seconds worth. They, they kept 40 seconds. When I went back and watched that last night, they kept about 40 seconds on the clock that they probably didn't need to. And maybe that makes a difference in the game. And then uh, you're right, uh, Roger. I mean, Patrick Taylor last night again didn't get out of bounds. Had an opportunity to get out of bounds, stop the clock, and didn't. And he got pulled, and Matt LaFleur was pissed because this is the second time in two weeks. Second time in two weeks. And Colton says they would have never even had a chance to win the game had Barkley not just fallen down and fumbled the football, which is true. They had to rely upon the turf monster. I mean, they did everything they could to lose the game and still had a shot to win the game. I, you know, and if you want to look for the good, the good last night was I thought Tucker Craft played a hell of a game. I love the fact that when Reed did get the ball, he took a hit. He loved, he liked lowering his shoulder a couple of times. I appreciated that. I liked watching them play last night. I liked the fact that Jordan Love regained his composure and down the stretch led that team to a go-ahead touchdown. I like that. All is not lost when, when it comes to lessons in this game, but I, I like that. I appreciate that. But it was all too many mistakes too early, too often, and that's ultimately what cost them the game. 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, feel free. It was not a uh, great night at the ball yard, so to speak, for the Green Bay Packers. Packers ended up falling 20. They're still in that seventh seed right now. They're still locked in. I mean, obviously, they've got some issues that they have to work on, and they have some wins they have to get, but you cannot stumble. You, you've lost now your, your, your get-out-of-jail-free card. You can't stumble anymore. you got four games left. You can still get the 10 wins. You can do this. You got Tampa Bay, Carolina, Minnesota, the Bears. You got all that coming up. You still have the opportunity to get some wins. But yeah, it's uh this was not the this was not where we thought you would stumble. We I, I personally thought that they could get this game, beat Tampa Bay, beat Carolina, and then go into that Minnesota game kind of with a coin flips chance. Maybe get it, maybe not. Maybe my optimism was running, you know, way high. And then get the Bears at the end of the season. The Bears are playing better football. And believe it or not, believe it or not, the Packers at 6-7 and seven are the seventh seed right now. 
a game back in the playoff picture now is the Chicago Bears. Can you believe that? A game back. There are seven teams now vying for the seventh spot in the postseason. Seven teams. Man, you got to get this thing right. 877-867-1670. Coming up today, we got Eric uh, Baranchek. He's going to be joining us today. We'll talk with him about what he witnessed last night. Bill Huber from Sports Illustrated. Bill on hand last night. Mike Clemens is going to join us in the final hour of the program. Mike, Mike on hand last night. So many things for this Green Bay Packers team just went wrong. Just went wrong. And we're going to have a lot of stuff to uh, hear today. Matt LaFleur's comments. Jordan, excuse me, Jordan Love's comments. I apologize for the voice today. I feel a little bit better, but I lost a lot of the voice last night after the show. And don't forget, speaking of voice, hopefully I have it tomorrow. But uh, tomorrow we're going to be heading out to uh, Viroqua. Going to be in Viroqua tomorrow at the Norwegian Hollow. I'm looking forward to it. I hope I don't take this crud with me. I feel a lot better, but it's just, man, it's in my head. Just is. And if my voice hangs out through the entire game uh, in show today, then wonderful. If it doesn't, then the last hour is Mike and Grant. But today we, uh, we're we going to be heading out to Viroqua, and it'll be at Kickapoo Creekside later on this evening. And then tomorrow we'll be at the Norwegian Hollow. And uh, we got the uh, the huddle coming up tomorrow night. So hopefully you can make it be a face in the crowd. And, you know, we'll, uh, we'll put like a, a salad bar sneeze guard between you and me. <laughs> so nobody gets this stuff. But uh, like I said, feel better just – had a great night's sleep, but just uh, it still kind of got a hold of the chest and the head a little bit. So let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I want to start getting your reaction to this. Okay. Was this, in your opinion, last night, do you agree with me or not, a blip on the radar? Like, this team is starting to ascend. They're starting to get it. This team is going to have a bad game every now and then. This was it, hopefully. Or do you think that the last four weeks, they might have been playing over their heads and playing up to the competition and therefore, this is really who they are. So let's start there. Then give me your thoughts on play calling. Give me your thoughts on the quarterback. Give me your thoughts on Joe Barry. Give me your thoughts on the defense. Give me your thoughts on everything we witnessed last night. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. I want to hear from you because I think there's a lot to kind of chew on there. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Veterans America. A terrific. James Mercado was here over the weekend and had a chance to spend some time with him. Such a great guy. Such a veteran-oriented guy when it comes to helping veterans, military members, really believes in it. And if you are looking for a mortgage, if you are looking to refi, if you're looking to get out of something that you got into and you thought, how did I get talked into this, he can help. And if he can't help you, if he says, hey, you got a great deal, he'll tell you. 262-745-3333. 262-745-3333. That is Veterans America, where they believe that you own the land you defend. Call James, 262-745-3333. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho, 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 I need a window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Ho, ho. Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. 
That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella, no. Pay later. Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details. Offer ends 1231-2023. You got to hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. The day after, it's a, kind of a green and gold Tuesday after the Monday night game. Packers lose 22, or 24-22. They go to 6-7 and seven on the season, and uh, now you got to regroup. you got to regroup quick. You've got a game coming up this Sunday back at Lambeau Field. In addition to that, you'll look terrible in doing so. Terrible. Packers just look bad. Offense looked off. Play calling eh, was okay early on, and then it kind of went to the well a little bit too often. Uh, you know, I like Malik Heath fighting for the football. I like, you know, some of the things that went on last night. You can pick out individual performances. I thought Tucker Craft played pretty well, and I love the fact that he's he's really developing. I, I'll tell you this, you know, for everything that we've talked about in the, in the negative side of things, some of the things that are really kind of opening your eyes are the Packers have a couple of really good tight ends in Musgrave and Tucker Craft. The Packers' wide receivers are starting to develop. If you can just get yourself a speedster that can actually go get a ball that actually remains available rather than has to sit on the sideline every other week because he's got hamstring issues, that would be spectacular. You need guys – you know, when people say, well, they don't need to go get another wide receiver. Yeah, they do. You can never have too many weapons, and this is the reason why. You can have seven great wide receivers. Chances are you're only going to use – you're, you're going to need all of them because three of them are going to go down throughout the season. I, I, I really like Tucker Craft. I like Jaden Reed. I like Luke Musgrave. You know, Romeo Dobbs is kind of a, a safety valve guy. Christian Watson's got all the talent, but he can't stay on the field. He's, he's a China doll. He is what he is. You know, and if people get mad. Don't say that about him. Well, okay, prove me wrong. Okay, let's look at the games missed versus the games played. They're about equal, right? That, that's not available. Um, I think, you know, the offensive line, the shuffling last night was still going on. The creative of kind of the creativity of competition, I think, last night, you saw guys getting handled. It didn't pan out as well for what we witnessed over the last four weeks. It just it 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 just seemed disjointed last night. And then the absolute crime of the century was the fact that they could not get themselves a sack. They chased they chased Tommy DeVito a few times, but that was it. For a team that's given up 69 sacks and like 16 or 19 sacks over the last few weeks, and you can't get to the quarterback, that is, that is, uh, that is a shame. That is shameful. Golf guy says Jordan Love bad last night. If he doesn't improve his fundamentals, he's not going to be able to be the guy. Love has to fix his footwork. Also, hurrying throws, just bad fundamentals have to be fixed. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Tim listening to us in Sparta. Tim, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Well, Bill, you and I sound about the same. I hope that you, you get better. I, I finally went in and got some drugs. Um, last night, 
what can you say about last night that was really good? Not a daggone thing. You had a quarterback much, yeah. that reverted back to, to throwing. Uh, thank God we have tall receivers because if not, uh, half the balls that were caught wouldn't have been. Um, how do you beat a How do you beat uh, a pass rush and a blitz? You throw that short pass to your to your uh, slot receiver who's doing a a, a short slant. Uh, you do that over and over and over to your tight end. Did we do any of that? Right. No. Nope. Um, how do you how do you not stack a quarterback who has been a sack machine um, at all? I mean, maybe they had one, and that was only because after uh, running for nine yards, he was tackled half a yard short of the uh, of where the ball originally was. I mean, what I would really, really, really like is for Mike Clemens and some of the other guys in that in the, the press room to get some uh, plant, give him fake credentials to get him in, and then have him ask the question uh, to Gutekunst. So, let me ask you this. With all this talent you have, is it you who can't pick talent with the Tinker's Dam, or is it the coaches that can't coach talent with the Tinker's Dam? Right. Take your pick, because it's got to be one or the other. There, I believe there is some talent. I believe that some talent is overrated. Uh, I believe that the use of that talent at times becomes more coaching than it is just the players and the execution. Uh, I, I Specifically on the defensive side of the football, I'm like, look, you know, this whole talk about having all these number ones and how tough they're going to be. And, you know, I saw Peter Bukowski yesterday posted. He said, hey, look, uh, the, the scoring average on this team gives you a deceptive – view of defense because their defense stinks they stink I mean they just absolutely flat out stink and they can't stop the run to save their life tackling from some guys has been better but it's like is this the scheme is it where he's putting people or do the guys that Goody brought brought in flat out suck because this team cannot stop a run to save their freaking life. And they supposedly got bigger, stronger, faster. Well, if they got so much faster and they got so much stronger, then why can't you catch a quarterback? Why can't you catch a running back? Why can't you bring somebody down? Why can't you stuff the middle of the field anymore? It's, it's, it's almost embarrassing to this point to see this team continually mired in the bottom third, the bottom half, or the bottom five of the National Football League because they can't stop the run. And the number one thing every coach will tell you in the National Football League is, what are they going to do on Sunday? Well, first of all, we've got to make them one-dimensional because we have to stop the run. Well, this team can't do that. Yeah, that, and, and no, it's, it's, it's awful. You're ab- yeah, you're absolutely right, Bill. In that, and, and then look at what happened here. You have four guys only rushing the passer, which means you supposedly have seven guys defending uh, the receivers. And right. and how often were they open five, eight, ten yards for anybody was even close to them? I mean, it was right. just ridiculous. You have a guy that's a third-string quarterback at best, and you, you made him look like some kind of god last night. It was awful yeah i completely agree it was it was really really bad appreciate the phone call i 100 percent agree 100 percent agree it, it was 
And this is, and again, I have defended this defense at times because when they play well, I've I've said, look, they played well. You can't blame the defense. The defense has kept this team in games. The defense has played well enough to win at times this year. They still give up a ton of yards. But what is this, Grant? Is this like the fourth or fifth time they've given up over two hundred yards rushing? I think it's the fourth. Let me double check. Either way, it's too many. But I think it's four. Yes. It. I think. I think it's the fourth time they've given up two hundred yards rushing, and. That it that's like sacrilege, man. I, I it's just I, I it's it's beyond fathomable how this team just cannot stop the run. They don't have the ability to get off a block and they don't have the ability to tackle. So the question then becomes, is it the guys that are doing it or is it the way they're positioned on the field via the defensive coordinator who thinks he's because this whole death by a thousand cuts thing, last night I'm sitting here. And I watched, I, I, watched, uh, I watched the Packers score, and my first thought was, there's a minute 30-something on the clock. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. I even tweeted out. I said, well, let's see if Joe Barry's defense can stop them. And you knew what was coming. You knew it. A couple of dink and dunk passes, a couple of runs. They were going to gash him on the outside. And then, next thing you know, down the field they go. And, and it was arm tackles and, guy, and zone coverage and guys running all over the place. You know, trying to like like a like a like a old weave going back to the basketball days, an old weave drill where guys are running in and out of each other, trying to get an angle on a guy that's meanwhile running down the field, basically untouched. It was terrible. They they actually did okay against the run early on. It was the first read option that Tommy DeVito ran, and once the quarterback yeah. ran, the, the it was over because showing a, over. a running quarterback to a Packers defense is like showing a caveman fire. It's they can't yes. comprehend it. They were cooked from Absolutely. that point on out. Yep, 100%. 100%. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, I want to see where they're at now. The Green Bay Packers, after last night's craptastic performance defensively, are now 31st in the National Football League. They average, given up, given up 141.8 yards per game via the rush. 31st. They suck. I mean suck at stopping the run. Period. Passing yards, not so bad. Passing yards, they're uh, still near the top ten. So they can stop the pass. They can't stop the run. And they uh, dropped, obviously, in – they're out of the top ten when it comes to scoring. They're giving up 20.5 points per game now. So they are now outside of the top ten. That will put them at 11 or 12, I think, um, as far as their total defense goes, which is, again, going back to what Peter Bukowski said last night, and he tweeted out, I saw it. And it said, like, look, hey, you know, it's deceiving because they have been able to kind of stop some teams and, and shut them down in the red zone. But still, between the 20s, they're giving up far too many po- or far too, many, too much yardage. They're still giving up points. They can't get off that field, even though the third down percentage has been pretty good. It's because on first and second down, teams are picking up first down. 877-867-1670. Coming up in an hour from now, we're going to talk with our guy, uh, Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Tonight, they have all kinds of good stuff going on at Sunset Grill. They got bingo. They got raffles, good food, and 
If you want to go out there and catch a game or you just want to stop in, they got a good wine selection out there, too, which you, you don't get that from a lot of pubs. You know, Sunset Grill, Pewaukee Lake, and, uh, you know, bars, grills, that type of thing. You don't usually get a big wine selection, but they have one out there. And uh, people love that. So if you're going to be heading out to the Sunset Grill, whether it's just to grab yourself a burger, a pizza, or just a glass of wine, watch a game, whatever it happens to be, or maybe play some bingo, they have all kinds of stuff going on. Again, they also have their customer uh, appreciation party, their Christmas party going on. Check out Sunset Grill, Pewaukee Lake on Prospect Avenue out in Pewaukee and tell Sarah and everybody there, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, this is uh, this is from Jake. Jake says, uh, hey, look, uh, the general manager puts the teams together. He tries to find the best talent he can. It's up to the coaches to mold that talent into workable talent that is going to win them ball games. And certain things you just can't use as an excuse, such as bad play by players and injuries. Correct. But bad play by players, do you look at that as a player's just having an off day or do you look at it as no, they're really playing pretty poorly, and they need to be coached up. I mean, it just depends on how you look at it, I guess. Uh, let's go to Bill listening to us in Fond du Lac. Bill, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, good. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I agree with everything everybody is saying, but I think it's a real simple solution. I mean, it's not simple because it's going to take some time, but Gutekind has got to bring in smarter, more intelligent players. Just look at what happens on special teams every week. The same dumb players oh. making the same dumb mistakes. We need more intelligent players. You can't smart. You can't play if you can't understand what they're trying to teach you. Yeah, I tell you what, I appreciate the phone call. I didn't even get into the special teams. And special teams last night was horrendous. Anders Carlson again with another miss. You've got Keyshawn Nixon who muffs the punt then tries to pick it up, then tries to run with it, then fumbles it away. You know, three turnovers, you're going to lose the game anyway. They just get – but, see, that's what I'm saying is, at that point in time, the defense kind of held. You know, the defense held, uh, you know, to where they ended up missing a field goal. Then the next time they turned the ball over, the defense held. It was a three and out. So, it, it wasn't like the defense gave up everything. It's just that in the, in the biggest of moments, the most important time, it's – it, it it just you just know it's coming. If I had to sit here and take a poll today and say, give me how much faith you have in this defense, if there's two minutes to go, a team's down by by two, and they're going to come back to kick a field goal or they're going to come back to score a touchdown, I don't think any of us would raise our hands and say, we'll put 100 bucks on the Packers' defense. I'll bet my house on the Packers' defense. Nobody would. You'd be an idiot to do it. We've seen it far too often. In the biggest of moments, this defense fails. Not all the time. It's not a guarantee. But more often than not, this defense fails. Let's go to Kyle listening to us in Jacksonville, Florida. Kyle, how you doing, man? What's going on? Good, how are you? Good, good. What you thinking? Uh, yeah, so I was calling. Yeah, I agree with you on the uh, Christian Watson, the, the old adage of uh, the best availability or the best ability is availability. And then Patrick Taylor, they really need to teach him up on uh, like game clock management and understanding what's going on because it's the second week in a row. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, at the end of the second half, uh, last week's game, he got a, uh, a run up, got a first down, and then instead of going out of bounds, he's trying to fight for more yards. He got tackled inbounds, which made his clock run. And then right. same thing this week. You saw uh, uh, Coach LaFleur get upset with him on the sidelines because he 
again, got the first down, and instead of understanding game management, trying to get extra yards instead of just stepping out of bounds, so they had to take a timeout. But, yeah, they, you could just tell, like, at the beginning of the game, too, uh, Love was just trying to, to place that ball instead of just ripping it in there. Because second half, he started actually putting some pace on the ball and getting it on the numbers on the, on the, on the receivers. And it just seemed like they, they, they overlooked this game, I think. So I, I think I'm, a, I'm agreeing with you where it was just a blip on the radar. Yeah. And hopefully they, they, they get it together. Hopefully this is the game that they just uh, just overlooked and, and was just thinking it was going to be an easy win. I, that's what I'm hoping. appreciate the phone call. I'm, I'm not kind of going crazy to overreact. To go, oh, my God, they're back to being a bad football team. I, I, we've seen a lot of good. You know, we've asked the question before, where has this team been all season? Like, they flipped a switch, and I don't know. All of a sudden, the switch got flipped off last night. But we've seen a lot of good over the last few weeks. I'm not going to throw the team out just because, you know, they played a bad game. But you wasted a game against a team that you should have beaten. And you wasted it. Now, the whole – and this, this is the other thing. Uh, this is from Marty who says, uh, let's not be too hard on them. This is a young team that needs to learn how to win. Marty, that is a cop-out, and that's an excuse. First of all, they are now, what, 12, 13, 14 weeks into the season. Okay? That's an excuse. Secondly, the only area that they are inexperienced, they've got first and second-year guys at wideout and at, at tight end. That's it. Everything, everybody else has played. Everybody else has been through this. Now, Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker haven't gone to the postseason because they didn't do it last year. But everybody else, Devondre Campbell, Rashawn Gary, uh, you, you, you know, you, Kenny Clark, everybody pretty much in the secondary. Valentine and Valentine, obviously not. But, you know, you've got leaders, Preston Smith, Elton Jenkins. I can go through the list. Of all these guys, they've all been to the postseason. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Hell, even Patrick Taylor's been around when this team was there. They, they've all been to the postseason. They all know what it takes to get there. This, this, this youth, oh, they're inexperienced. Stop. It's an excuse. And, and, and it drives me freaking nuts. The most experienced part of this defense, Bill, the D-line, the pass rush, like you said, Preston Smith, Kenny yeah. Clark, Rashawn Gary, that was the group that had the best matchup last night. They're going against the right. worst, by far, by far, the worst pass-blocking O-line in the league, and they no-showed. And you can complain about Joe Barry and some of the scheme things, and I don't know enough about scheme to really know for sure, but Rashawn Gary didn't win his matchups, couldn't put the quarterback on nope. the ground. Preston, nope. Those guys had opportunities all night, and that's not Joe Barry's fault that they didn't make plays. I'm not going to put that on the coordinator. No, I'm not going to put it all on Joe Barry, but I didn't see a lot. Did you see a lot of things to create? What I saw was a lot of just straight-up four-man rush. I didn't see a lot of stunting. I didn't see hardly any blitzing last night. I didn't see – it was like they were scared to. It was just straight-up vanilla, a lot of zone, not much man, a lot of zone defense, a lot of nickel, and just very base – stuff and just go back and watch like the highlights like when I was watching this morning on, on good morning football it was it was just straight up four-man rush you're two outside backers trying to crash the edge two guys up the gut and that was it and they were handling it and when you're getting handled you got to do something different to figure it out you got to do something different to spark something to make your offensive this was just basically tackles on the outside guards helping 
then you'd have one guard crash down with the center to take one of the D linemen, and the other one was basically man up. There was no, like, looping around. There was no stunting. They were so worried about setting the edge, and they didn't. That was the thing that drove me nuts is he wanted to set the edge. I get it. But the linebackers weren't crashing. They were dropping back into coverage with nickel. And the edge rushers were Sean Gary twice, twice right around him. DeVito right around the outside. Once actually with Saquon Barkley and the other time with, other time with DeVito. And Rashawn Gary was like 100 miles an hour, like a bull in a china shop coming hard. And it's like, you can't do that. When these guys want to get around the outside and they want to break things open and DeVito can run, you can't do that. They were so good at keeping Saquon Barkley kind of honed in. So when you look at uh, Barkley and you go, this guy's not going to beat us. He still got in the end zone twice, and you tried to hold him under 100 yards, and they did, but they were keeping him in the middle. But DeVito, outside. He was running all over the place. And then when he would take a stutter step to the outside, Gary would try to set the edge, and there was nobody in the middle to get him. They were usually running nickel or, or what have you, and they had guys so far down the field that it was always a six- and seven-yard gain. I, I just – it was very vanilla last night. It was almost like a preseason game type of call. They didn't do anything to re- for a team that's this bad at protecting the quarterback. They didn't do anything special. Again, I'm I'm not a scheme guy, but I'm pretty confident watching the pass rush to say that they didn't have great uh, lane integrity or discipline. Right. Like they they rush past the quarterback a lot. Troy yep. Aikman pointed out, well, Devito he keeps escaping the pocket. Y- yeah, but the pocket also just kept moving past him. Like they right. all rushed all the way past him, and they left a wide open yep. space for him. So I, that's on coaching a little bit. You got to teach oh, these no, guys I, to, I, you know, I agree. Keep their lanes. And, and there was one time where T.J. Slayton almost got the handoff and still missed everything. <laughs> he timed. He the missed snap. everything. He 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 was on the snap, jumped through the gap. I'm like, damn, go! And he just missed everything. Before you know it, he's turning around like, where'd everybody go? He he missed everything. It, it just, you know, it was it was just a, a comedy of errors last night. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got a lot more to get to. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho, ho, ho. I need a window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Ho, ho. Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella now, pay later. (laughs) Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details. Offer ends 
holds anywhere from uh, three to four hundred people, but it's a, a terrific venue. Steel Tank Brewing on the backside on Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc. And uh, check out Steel Tank and check out Rally Point. And uh, open Tuesday through Sunday for lunches. And the food is fantastic, but Rally Point is now open, and the bands on the weekend have been fantastic. So check out our friends over at Steel Tank Brewing and at Rally Point, and uh, make it a point to get out there. Make it a point to get out there and uh, support the small business, the local brewery, but more so enjoy yourself with some of the great music that they have. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, feel free. Go ahead. Uh, let's go to our buddy Gerard listening to us in uh, Delaware. Gerard, what's going on, man? Bill, um, there's two words, youth and process. These are the two words I don't even want to hear anymore. Because here I am, and I'm looking at this game, and I see the same old coaching mistakes that come more often than not. So where is the process? We have two coaches that are putting this team in a position to do what? Do what? They keep making the same mistakes over and over again. And this has been going on for how many years now? They can't stop the run. They can't, they can't do certain things on certain downs. And in the beginning of the game, they had 58 blitzing. Okay? But he kept, another one, he kept overrunning the play. So did you ever notice in your life the Green Bay Packers are the only team that could blitz nine guys and the quarterback would still have time to throw? Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it. And it's been going on for years. So let me right. ask you a question, Bill. Put, your, put yourself in the position of Goody watching the game last night. You're looking down, and you're saying, wow, Kraft, Reed, Wicks, Heath, a lot of players I drafted and I picked up and everything are pretty good. And then you're looking at your defense. You're looking at a guy, or Savage, I don't even want to talk about him. He's, he's, he's the only self that could get himself knocked out by tackling the quarterback. But anyway, um, all, and, and you're looking at all these guys. And I, really, you yourself, Bill, put your position of goody watching. And you're, saying, and you're saying to yourself, oh, I hear the word process all the time. I hear these other words, youth, all the time. And then you're seeing how they're coached. Then you're seeing that they still can't do the things that they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? So what do you think? What do you if think I'm looking good? down on this team, I am looking at some of the guys that I've drafted and I'm saying that I've hit on some guys and I see the talent, and I'm looking down with the same trepidation I think I had watching that game saying, it doesn't matter what I put out there, defensively speaking, the same guys at the helm. There you go. In, in, in crunch go. time, In crunch time, I know that this team does not have it within them most of the time to stop a team when they need to get off the field, to just play smash-mouth, kick-your-ass football, they don't have the ability to do it. So either the talent I've – right. Either the talent I drafted does not have it within them, the physicality, or the guy that's putting them in position to either be successful or unsuccessful doesn't have the smarts, the wherewithal, or the aggressiveness to make these guys better. And I've put so so many guys on the defensive side of the football that it can't be all the players. At some point, you got to yep. go. That guy right there is the problem, and that's that's where I was so, last year. That's where I'm at this year, and I've even defended him to a certain extent because it, the offense has been so inept. But you, you just you just knew it last night. I think we all knew it collectively of Packers Nation. We knew with a minute thirty six left to go on the clock that this oh, game yeah. was not going oh, yeah. to end well. 
So, so again, you're Goody. Who are you going to blame, yourself, or are you going to blame Barry? Oh, Barry's gone. So is Basaccia. <laughs> Bas- Basaccia is gone, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was ridiculous. Do you know they're the, the most penalized special teams in the NFL? Yep. They're the most. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just, look, when the floor had all the players, and Barry was there, and they had all the players. They had the Hall of Fame quarterback. They had everybody. He still couldn't bring them to the Super Bowl. What makes people think that these guys – I want to know that. I really want to know that. What, do, what makes people think that this coaching staff is going to bring them to the Super Bowl? What? The floor had to blame himself for so many dumb plays last night. I mean, give me a break. It was some of the dumbest yeah. coach plays I've ever seen in years in yeah. that game. Yep. You played if you played a very vanilla game last night, you should have beat the Giants. I mean, and you, and, I, and you played yeah. a bad game and you had a chance to beat the Giants. There you go. There you yeah. go. I completely agree uh, with so, you. So, so who? Let me ask you a question. Who out there thinks that this? Who hasn't done it with? with really good talent through the years, hasn't done it and made mistakes in the playoffs. How? How in the name right. does people think that this is the coaching staff to bring this team to the Super Bowl? Why? Nope, I agree. Why Gerard, I got to run. We're at the top of the hour. We're going to get back. We got Eric Branchek coming up in the next hour. We got uh, Mike Clemens going to be here. Bill Huber's going to be here. Stick around. It's a green and gold Tuesday. The Packers fall to the New York Giants. We got a lot more phone calls to get to as well. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to get to you. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. <laughs> 